This is my mommy. This is my mommy. Welcome to the chef. Welcome to Nani and Mom. I'm Nani. And I'm Mom. So, Mom, what are we talking about today? Well, today we are going to talk about parenting away from your home country and family and raising multicultural children. Uh, We have an extremely special guest with us today that I am so excited to introduce. She is married to my older brother, so she's my sister-in-law and Nani's daughter-in-law. So please welcome Hade. Hi. I, I feel very happy to be with you and and, and to make you know about me, something about me and my and my place, my culture, my family, everything, my world. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Where are you from? Well, I am from Peru and my name is Jade or Jade. This is the first, <laughs> the first thing that I have to, well, for me, because everybody, every, all the time people call me Jade in my country. And when I move, I, people ask me, what's your name? I say, Jade, how you spell that? J-A-D-E. Oh, Jade. And I say, <laughs> yes. <laughs> also. <laughs> so I am Jade or Jane. It's okay. <laughs> You will always be hot A to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell us how you came to be in the United States. You're obviously married into our family. How long have you and your husband been married? Uh, we are almost five years married. Yeah. we wow. In December, we will be almost five years. I can't believe that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And did you move to the United States before or after you guys got married? It was like one month before. So we uh, we get married on December and November I was moving. I, yeah, I moved to United States. Wow, that's incredible. Had, and how did you? I was going to say you me? guys had dated for quite a number of years before you moved to the United uh, States. Oh, yeah, before, before that... Uh, we were dating for two years, almost two years. But we met uh, three, uh, three or four years ago. But we were just friends, and we mm-hmm. just uh, were being friends for a while. And then, well, we start <laughs> our relationship <laughs> after three <laughs> years or four years. I don't remember, but yeah. And, and yeah, yeah that, that was uh, uh, my first experience dating with, so- with someone who is not from my country, different culture, different thinking, different, every, everything different. And maybe for him was the same. Maybe so. Yeah. Wow. So fast, flash forward to now, you guys have an almost three three he's three a just turned three-year-old right uh paulo Mm -hmm. yeah paulo is is three years old now yeah yeah so fun so that must be such a unique um experience for you which is why we're so happy to have you on so that we can really get some insight into what it's like parenting 
in a foreign country away from your family because all of your immediate family still live in Peru, right? Yeah, my family, my friends, uh, they are still live in Peru. This is this is kind of hard uh, because well, you cannot uh, give them a hug or a kiss that I would like to do that. Uh, but now that we have our our phones with cameras, that we it's easy to call them every day. It's it's very easy for us and to my son uh, keep in touch with them all the time because I tell you something I remember my my grandfather was from China and when he moves to Peru he never come back but he his communication was letters he sent letters and arrived to China six months later and he received another letter from China after six months. And that was the communication in that time. So wow. Wow. I am lucky now that I live in, in, in these times because it's very easy. Yeah, And, and when I remember that, I, I start thinking how hard it will be for him to be far away from his people, his family, his friends. Yes. Yes. So that your father was from China. Yeah. My, my, my grandfather, your grandfather was from my China grandfather. And the, yes. And he moved to Peru. He moves to Peru and well, he started a new life in, in Peru. He get married with my grandmother. Well, and my grandmother, she's from Peru, but her mother was from Italy. So my great oh my grandmother, she was from Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So oh my I, goodness. It's very, it's very common for me because I grew up in a very international multicultural family. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so that it's, continues it's very today. Yeah. That continues today <laughs> with your yeah. family. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That had to be very difficult to um I can imagine I can't even imagine giving birth in another country without your own mom close by for support that that had to be a real yeah. big challenge yes it, it was it was very hard <laughs> I had because I had a, a, a c-section so for recovery uh, for me it takes like three months Mm. yeah almost three months to be good and yeah I did I didn't have uh, someone very close to me to help uh, anyway I have a lot of people that that uh, call me and to ask if I need something you all always call me to ask if I need some something and yeah, I I appreciate it, and and yeah, when how you, one side of the coin, you don't have your family, your people close, but the other side of the coin, you have new people, new family that can support you, support in that case me, <laughs> yeah, support me, and and I feel bad sometimes, but I feel 
uh, happy to have new people very worried about me, but and people that I I just met, mm-hmm. yeah, my new family, new friends, yeah, yeah that I met yeah. in, in some places. But I know, I know from my from my side because I didn't know you very well that I didn't, you know, like if your own mom would just show up and say, "I'm here, I'm staying." Too bad, so sad. Get over it. I'm going to be right here for you. <laughs> but because you were my daughter-in-law, and I and I'm just not a pushy, you know. I just I I wait for people to ask me to help to help them. You know, I didn't just show up and say, oh. "Okay, <laughs> you go to bed, <laughs> you go get better." I'll I'll take the baby. I'm very glad that we were able. I was very glad to be able to to be able to help as much as I could. Yeah, and, yeah, and I and I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciated it too because I love little little <laughs> babies, and I love your little baby. <laughs> um, I but that's know. that's very challenging. So. Nikki, you had some, I I mean, mom, mom, you had some good questions. (laughs) Yeah. I think that expanding on that, you know, not having your family support here, you know, I would, I'm so interested to know what is it like in Peru or in your culture? um, Typically, what does that look like? How involved are extended family members in child rearing? You had some interesting um, contrasts that we were kind of talking about. Can you tell us a little more about what it's like in your home country um, for raising children? Uh, well, yeah, in in my country, for example, I can see that with my friends. For example, they their parents, grandmothers, especially, they are very involved in the education of the kids because well, while parents are working they sacrifice their job their careers or something and they said okay now it's time to be a grandmother so I will be there for them and they just leave their jobs uh, and taking care of grandchildren it's very common in my country I have a lot of friends that they don't have a nana we call nana and and just stay with their parents and they are obviously they are happy to do that job but i sometimes the kids uh, look them look at them like with authority they they show because i i don't know if it's just my point of view but i think that the kids had different kind of authority and sometimes that may confuse in the kids. I don't know if I'm correct or not, but I I, I, I noticed something like that happen. Yeah, I think that's definitely a contrast to here where grandparents are definitely more of a relaxed, you know, um, when you go to grandma's house, you get the extra goodies and, and stuff like that. They're in my opinion, I think here less of an authoritative figure than what it sounds like in your culture. You know, it's like, yay, we get to go to grandma's and stay up late. And there's not as much authority typically 
I think involved in, in your standard American family here as it relates to grandparents. So that's definitely interesting. How does your mom um, fit into that? Cause I know the way that you guys kind of function now is that you guys will take a long trip to Peru when you have the opportunity and then vice versa, she'll come here. And when she comes, she tries to stay for a month or so. So is she fitting into that authoritative role or is she taking on more of a standard grandparent, so to speak? Well, yeah, it happened something when I moved to Peru. Uh, We stay almost one month and the sleeping routine, that changed a lot because, well, sometimes I, I, well, I I go out to see some friends and I, Say, okay, mom, you can stay with Paolo. He sleeps at 8.38 or 8.30. And I come back home like 10.30 and Paolo's still awake. Oh, oh no. My. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was a problem when we come back because, because Paolo didn't want to go home, go to sleep early. So I have to train him again and it takes like two months to to train him again. So that was well, a I think that that is an issue that crosses cultures. So don't feel alone in that. Anytime your kids <laughs> leave that routine, there is always a retraining. So I totally feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well... It happened. And I am lucky that uh, Peru and Texas have same uh, hours. Oh, yeah. Just one hour difference when it's summer or, or winter. But in, I have a friend that she lives in Europe. It's like eight or seven or eight hours apart. apart. Mm-hmm. And well, well she, she had big problems <laughs> with Oh, her. I bet. <laughs> What about um, yeah. like discipline? What about discipline? Um, differences in discipline from your culture and maybe from when you were a child versus discipline that you're using with Paolo. Uh, yeah. Are, are there any changes there? Yeah, this is something different. Well, I, I, I'm not sure it's di- because it's different times <laughs> than that when I was a child, but. I remember that when um, I used to use the timeout with Paolo uh, to punish him. And my mom asked me, what does is, what is timeout mean? Uh, because she, she didn't understand that. And I was wondering how to explain that uh, <laughs> to my mom, the equivalence to <laughs> how we did, <laughs> how she did with us. And I remember she showed us the belt and I said, well, mom, do you remember that you show us the belt? And <laughs> it's exactly the same, but less violent. <laughs> <laughs> or the chancla, the shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember she... She used to say, well, in Spanish, but I will try to say in English. She used to say, today I will go to jail. (laughs) (laughs) 
So is that like an expression that she would say that would make you believe like, oh, I'm I'm in big trouble? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so. And what is that in know, Spanish? <laughs> Hoy me voy presa. <laughs> <laughs> or, or for example, another thing that she. <laughs> oh, is that another, is that Paolo? Is that Paolo? Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Paolo. Another expression that she used to say. Obviously, she never used the belt, but it, we she just want to us being scared. <laughs> or she used to say. Uh, you would take a bloody shower. <laughs> <laughs> of course, different different times, right? When I was right. a child and now that my son is a child. So totally different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just value so much the um, perspective that you guys are taking with raising Paolo. I think it is so fantastic that he is going to have so much exposure to different cultures at such a young age. I mean, he's already been to Peru, obviously in the home, you guys speak Spanish. So what are some of the benefits that you are seeing or hope to see from, you know, using this value system to raise your children? Yeah. Uh, Paolo, the, the purpose is that well, one of them, one of the, one of the purpose is to make him bilingual. It's very important to me uh, because I consider that he will have more opportunities. And what my my grandfather was from China, and I really would love to um, learn some Chinese words, and I didn't. So, uh, and I now. Uh, I I feel that I had the, that opportunity to learn, but I didn't. So I I want my child to have this opportunity. It's 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 a hard job to do with him because I remember when when I was working and he went to the school, what well, to a daycare, obviously in English. You know they speak English, and I noticed that he didn't speak. Uh, too much Spanish, so sometimes I put in the on the TV his favorite uh, cartoons in Spanish, as, and he start crying <laughs> because he didn't understand. <laughs> and I and I and I notice and say, okay, so we are talking at home and in Spanish, and it's not enough. So mm. the current now that did coronavirus situation made uh, made me stop working and I am now stay with him at home and it takes less than two months that he can speak and have a nice conversation in Spanish and in English too I remember when they yes when they grandpa were here he visited us and Paolo asked him uh, ¿Cómo estás? That's how are you in Spanish. And he noticed that grandpa didn't understand and he automatically automatically changed to English and say, how are you, grandpa? Oh so, my gosh. And I, 
yeah that's that's crazy i i couldn't believe believe that but he now he's three years old and he is able to notice who is speaking english who is speaking spanish for example when i uh tell him uh, in the story time i'm i read uh well we have some books in english or spanish and i read in english and he say mom spanish please and i well i start tell the story in spanish but with 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 that with steven he had any problem to hear him in english so he he say okay english is good with that but with me he knows that we are speaking spanish so he asked me to change to spanish when i read the story wow that's great i love that I just think that's like you said such a valuable skill that that you guys are giving him at such a young age and we all know that there is truly an ability for young children to learn languages that is easier for them to do at an earlier age so to yeah. capture to capture on that now while he's still young and a sponge in that regard will be I mean he could probably turn around and learn Chinese after that at a <laughs> yeah. much easier rate than a child who doesn't become bilingual until they're older. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And well, and another thing that that I like is that he would the purpose is that he can be open to new cultures, to new different kind of people, different kind of uh, activities that well sometimes people believe that this is weird. And it's not weird. It is just different. Yeah, that right. <laughs> something happened to me too. Well, when when I go to a restaurant with grandma, and she noticed that I uh, put my potatoes on mayonnaise, and <laughs> and she asked me, "In Peru, you put mayonnaise in in your." potatoes and I say yeah it's very common <laughs> and I noticed that she put minus in in the bread and I asked her is that okay to put the minus in bread <laughs> <laughs> and I tell my mom that and she say oh, that's weird yeah. <laughs> but obviously it's, it's not any of them are weird it is just that you used to do that and the other people used to do a different way so it is just different putting mayonnaise on french fries is yucky sounding to um, me though <laughs> yeah but, I but mom it. what she's saying is that it's just different it's, it's not yucky. Yeah, it's just different yes yeah uh-huh because everybody in because when i was learning english i met a lot of people from india from asia from, uh turkish and everybody is different different kind of uh lifestyles different kind of activities different routine and and well it's not your lifestyle but it's not bad it's okay for them it's not okay for you but it's okay it's just different right. yeah and and, and, I and love that you're... If, more, if more people can be open to that 
so it it will be more easy to live absolutely more, people more tolerant yeah yes default yeah. kindness always yes tolerance mm -hmm. I love that. I think that everything that, that you bring to this conversation, Jade, is just so beautiful and, and genuine and really embodies such a strong family value that I think is going to bring so much success to, to the next generation. Um, <laughs> and we so appreciate you sharing your story with us. And, and we certainly hope this is not the last time that you join us on the Nani mm -hmm. and Mom podcast, uh, as we kind of raise children of the same age, you know, there will no doubt be something else for us to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah, I, I enjoy, I really enjoy this little time that I can share something about me <laughs> with you, especially with you. Yeah, well, I thank appreciate you so much. it. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys um, that are listening, we hope that if this episode or any other episode has resonated with you, that you uh, rate, subscribe, and tell your friends about this episode um, because there is so much valuable information to share about Worldview here. And again, a special thank you to Hade for, for joining us today. Thank you. Guys can, you. Yeah, you guys can find us on Instagram. We're at Nani and Mom Podcast. That's N-O-N-N-I-E and mom podcast. See you soon.